0: It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore, from WBEZ. Hi, I'm Ariane Nettles. I'm the mother of a black boy in Chicago, and that's why I wanted to take on this week's question for Curious City. It came from Mark Mesley. Like a lot of people in Chicago, Mark was shaken by seeing the video of Laquan McDonald, shot 16 times by a Chicago police officer. It sparked conversations with family and friends about how to talk to kids about police. He says some of those conversations were frustrating. I've never had a conversation with other white parents about how to talk to our kids, about how to handle themselves if they're pulled over by the police. my African-American friends and colleagues, that is a part of their parenting experience. And for some of them, that was a part of the experience that they had with their parents. Mark wishes everyone understood that experience better so we could empathize and talk about these problems more openly. So he reached out to Curious City, looking for numbers and studies on how those conversations happen in different families. I set out to answer his question. And in the process, I came across guidance that I found useful. I'm going to share some of that in a minute. But first, the short answer to his question about research is no. We couldn't find any studies on the differences. So we did our own little survey. We went to Daily Plaza one day, and we asked Black and white people the same question. Did you have a talk with your kids? Or did your parents talk with you about how to handle yourself with the police? Here's what white people said. No, never, no, never. My parents never had that talk with me, no. Well, as a white person, my parents didn't tell me very many things about encounters with the police. I never had that conversation, but my stepfather, who is African-American, he has had that conversation with his parents and with his children. The black people we talked to had very different answers. Yes, on a consistent basis, I have boys, three boys. Absolutely, my son and I have had that talk. Oh yeah. I'm raising two boys myself, and I let them know you always show respect, keep your hands out of your pocket. You can't outrun a bullet if a police officer is going to shoot you. Well, we normally said, you know, stay away. That's our culture. So none of the white people had talked to their kids about interacting with the police, but all of the black people had. This is no surprise to me, because the stakes are very different for white and black parents. In Chicago and around the country, black people, especially young black men, are much more likely to get shot by a police officer. There's plenty of data on that. Locally, 80% of all the people shot by officers are black, even though black people are only about a third of the population. That's according to an analysis by the Chicago Tribune. Child and Adolescent Psychiatrist Dr. Adrian Clark says there is also hard data on the fact that many officers have implicit biases when it comes to black teens, and even children as young as 10. Clark says black kids are seen as more hostile, more aggressive, and older than their white peers. You might think like, well, I'm, you know, I'm 16, I'm playing around, but you may be perceived as you know, an adult who's more menacing. So while we can't answer Mark's question specifically, since there isn't data on the differences in how white and Black parents talk to their children about the police, we can say that there's plenty of data on the fact that Black kids face a greater risk. That's our reality. And the recent high-profile shootings, like the one that inspired Mark's question, they've only intensified the anxiety Black parents feel. It's why I worry whenever my 12-year-old is out of my sight. For black parents like me, the talk has to happen. It can be a matter of life and death. But I know there's a lot about giving the talk that I don't know about. Like, what are my kid's legal rights? Anything he definitely should or should not do to reduce the risk of getting hurt? I wanted to know. So first I talked to a detective with the Chicago Police Department. I asked what he tells his kids. What I tell my, my children is, uh, and the children I teach is to just comply. Because his job often requires him to work undercover, we're not using his name. Police officer asks you to do something, roll down your window or give them whatever they ask me. give it to them. He says to tell your kids this, if you think an officer is not being fair, don't say it to them in the moment. That will only escalate things. Instead, he says to write down their badge and car number and report them later, after you get home safely. I mean, if it's an unlawful order, there is a system set in place where that police officer will be held accountable for his actions. During a traffic stop, he says to take these three steps. One, turn off the ignition. Two, roll down all the windows, even if it's winter. And three. Whatever he asks for, whether it's license and insurance or whatever, you explain to him, yes, officer, I understand that's why you pulled me over. This is where those items are. If you don't, it might raise the issue of whether you're reaching for a gun. But what rights do kids have? I reached out to attorney Patrice James for her legal opinion. She was a longtime public defender. And today, she's the director of community justice at the Shriver Center on Poverty Law. The number one thing the parents should always lead with is the goal is to always get home safely. She says the only question they should answer without their parent there is what is your name? To say, you know what, I would feel more comfortable if my parents were here. I would like to call my parent. And then immediately, I would like to have a lawyer present. Um, those two things should end the questioning. There are people in the Chicago area who hold workshops to help guide people through these talks. We went to one with author Dwayne Bryant. His workshops are mostly for black parents and teens, but he says, really, they're useful for everyone. And he makes a pretty bold promise. What I want to do is increase the probability that your child comes home to you. We were in a gymnasium in a middle school in West Suburban, Broadview, that was packed with more than 100 parents, and things got heated. If I'm doing everything everything that you're asking me to do, and I'm being respectful, and I'm saying, yes, sir, oh, no, sir, and you're still being negative, and you're saying harsh things to me, Okay, I, I know I'm supposed to continue to hold my composure. Yep, yep. Yes, and it ain't easy, right? It's no. not. But because you're easy. a racist cop, yes. or because yes. you're just hateful, yes. you're gonna because you yes. have the power, yes. and you're looking for me yes. to react, correct? What's the question? Right, it's not Thank fair. You. We never talk. about no. this is not but, about. But the fair. thing is, right. I'm telling you what I see and what I have noticed. Agreed. Okay, Agreed. that's what I'm saying. These statistics are not now, fair. Nothing about this feels right or fair. But black parents like me don't have the luxury of ignoring the fact that our kids are at risk. And our kids don't have the luxury of avoiding seeing the police shootings that are all over our TVs and online. They understand that it very well could have been them. So we try to prepare them as best we can and remind them over and over again that the goal is always, always, always... To get home safely. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. I'm Ariane Nettles, and I reported this story with Monica Ang. Additional reporting by WBEZ's Jessica Popovac, Mackenzie Crossan, and former intern Olivia Richardson.